thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, a study out of the University of Leeds has shown that for women, consuming just an extra 25 grams of protein a day was associated with a 14% reduction in their risk of hip fracture. Interestingly, this benefit was seemingly independent of the protein source. Whether it was meat, dairy, eggs, beans, nuts, or legumes, the benefit was still seen. With 25 grams of protein equating to approximately 100 grams of steak or salmon, three to four eggs, 100 grams of beans, or 150 grams of tofu. The large observational study looked at over 26,000 women recruited to a UK women's cohort study between 1995 and 1998. They filled out a survey about their diet and lifestyle that was then cross-referenced against their hospital records over the next two decades. Lead author James Webster said that across the world, the cost to individuals and societies caused by hip fracture are enormous. Hip fracture can often lead to other chronic illnesses, loss of independence, and premature death. In the UK, the annual cost to the NHS is between 2 and $3 billion a year. Diet is a factor that people can modify to protect themselves by maintaining healthy bones and muscles. And this study is one of the first to investigate relationships between food and nutrient intakes and the risk of hip fracture. Professor Janet Cade, who supervised the research, said, In the UK, most people eat an adequate amount of protein. However, certain groups, such as vegetarians or vegans, need to check that their protein intakes are high enough for good health. As always, the links are in the show notes. And so my opinion on this is that, of course, correlation does not equal causation. You know, In a study like this, where we're asking people to self-document what they've been consuming and then extrapolating that over the future 20 years, there's obviously a lot of room for biases to come in and for other factors to have an impact on what we're seeing in terms of this study. However, it does make sense, you know, and I think that it makes sense that having the adequate amount of protein to provide for adequate muscle mass would be protective in terms of our joints and in terms of our bones. And I think the health benefits of having adequate lean muscle mass are really underrepresented and undervalued in terms of both the research, but also in terms of the the guidelines and the advice we're given in terms of our health and in terms of our diet as well. So, you know, I think this is a really important study. I hope that this is looked into more closely and that we can start to see changes in terms of the dietary guidelines, perhaps to reflect this and certainly changes in terms of our recommendations to people who we suspect might be at risk of uh, increased fractures as well. Because these bone fractures, as the researchers have said, do have a massive impact and they have massive flow-on impacts in terms of people's overall health and well-being as well. And aside from that, I think what we're seeing is that there are many other benefits of adequate amounts of protein leading to adequate amounts of lean muscle mass, which can be quite predictive in terms of people's metabolic health and also their overall health as well. So I think regardless of you know your risk of hip fracture or your bone density or whatever it may be, I think making sure you're getting enough high quality protein for your muscles and for your health is really sage and wise advice for all of us, regardless of what particular diet you're eating and consuming, you know, making sure you're getting adequate amount of healthy fats, proteins and carbohydrates in appropriate proportions that are commensurate with our evolution, our evolutionary history, the way we evolved, I think makes a lot of sense. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.